0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show and thanks for joining us for season four, episode seven. I'm Fatima. And I'm Dominique. On today's episode, we kicked off the Black Podcaster series with a good friend of ours. We chatted all about her journey to podcasting, any advice she has for anyone interested, and we even picked a brain for some advice for our listeners. We hope you enjoyed. Remember to keep sharing the podcast with your friends. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star rating and a review so that we can continue to grow our audience. So remember to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend. And with that, let's get right into it. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Pullo Talk Uncensored. Today, we're highlighting a fellow Black creator and her podcast, Revealed to Who. So hey, Joy, welcome to the show, and thanks for joining us. Hey y'all, thank y'all for having me. So just reintroduce yourself and let the listeners know a little bit about your podcast and where we can find you at on social media.
1: So my name is Joy, as Fatima stated, I am a graduate in college right now and I am currently um, doing a podcast called Reveal to Health Podcast. I can be found on YouTube at Reveal to Hill Podcast, as well as Instagram at Reveal to Hill Podcast. Um, We talk things, mental health, um, topics related to families, and we will be introducing some other topics in the future.
0: Okay, so thank you. So as you know, here at Pillow Talk, we're all about supporting others, especially podcasters. Because although we all might love what we do, we also know the struggle behind the scenes. So thinking about that, what made you start a podcast?
1: So I've always been thinking about starting a podcast, um, but what actually like pushed me to do it is my internship that I have right now. And um, last year when we were discussing, we had to do like a project, and you know they were like, "Get creative with it. Like whatever project you want to do, just make sure you're able to." Um, have a specific focus topic and be able to use that um that project for families or professionals and things of that sort so you know me and my supervisor was like this is the perfect time for me to start my podcast so when I first started it um the topic was surrounded around sexual abuse and families um and then for this semester I wanted to shift the trajectory and really talk about what's sometimes talk about I would say um but mental health in college students because i was a college student technically i still am a college student and i have a lot of college student friends and so i know that my experience as well as other people's experiences with mental health was real in college and i want to just you know help other people who are currently in college or thinking about going back to college all right
0: you know we're all about mental health over here at (laughs) pillow talk so that's right And so, like, what is your creative process like? Like, how do you choose your topic your success, and all the things like that? So,
1: it's really, honestly, it's based off, like, what my passions are. So... I'm big on mental health just because I, maybe because I'm like on my own personal healing journey and I'm like, I want other people to be able to heal as well or have like a safe space and really just hear people's stories. I think there's always power in sharing your stories. So um, it's topics that I am passionate about and or topics that, um, you know, affect the communities that I work with. I'm a social worker. So it's so many different things that affect the community. So I just want to kind of introduce one thing at a time. Um, eventually, during one of the seasons, I'll get more on a lighter topic. But um, right now I'm, I'm on like the healing path. So I kind of just base it off of that. And I also, you know, incorporate other people's takes or opinions. Um, some people might give me suggestions and I'm like, OK, I'll think about that. I'll, I may incorporate that. Um, and I also think about the people that I'm surrounded by. Um, Because this season is the first time I started having guests. Last season was more like an educational type of series. Um, But I started having guests. And the guests that I'm having are prior college students. So I'm like, this is perfect.
0: Okay. And so I I like how a lot of your themes are based around healing. Healing looks different for everybody. So I I know you said you're kind of on your own personal healing journey. So what does that look like for you?
1: So I feel like this is like the first time in my, I, I definitely feel like I've been on somewhat or some type of healing journey in the past, but I feel like this is the first time in my entire life where I've actually feel like there's progress in my healing journey or like I can really see a change in myself. So my healing journey for me right now, um, I would say two biggest things, definitely therapy. And I have been in therapy before in my life. But I feel like I'm just being very intentional about it. I'm being honest about it. Um, Because I think sometimes when we go to therapy... Sometimes it doesn't work because we're not being honest with our therapist. So we if we lie to our therapist, like they're not gonna be able to truly help us. Um, so just be open and honest and raw with, with my story, with my truth. Um, and also a part of my healing journey right now is placing boundaries. Like, and I know that we hear that a lot, but it's like so real for me like now, like if I can't do something or I don't wanna do something or something makes me uncomfortable, or you know, a person is not serving in a positive space in my life, like I I now feel like I have that freedom and I now like had that power where I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to accept this. Yeah. I-, I can't attend this because I need this for myself. Like, and it has really just helped me because I'm keeping my mind clear. I'm keeping like the energy around me clear. And I'm just like, okay, I'm doing what's best for me. Um, and some people might call it like your selfish season, but for me, it's like my, my me season. And sometimes it's okay to be selfish.
0: Yes, Absolutely. I love that. Yes. And you mm-hmm. brought up a great point about therapy not working because people don't be honest. Mm-hmm. So as someone who was on the flip side of that, how did you realize you weren't being honest with your therapist?
1: So I realized it when I felt like I wasn't really seeing a change with myself. Like I, I was going to therapy for like over a year and, you know, we started little different techniques, but I realized my biggest issues wasn't being touched on my biggest issues really I wasn't seeing no change in it and I really just had to look at myself like this past year has been like so changing for me and like personally because I really have looked at myself because it's not just about like what other people are contributing to my life but like what am I doing to hinder my own healing what am I doing to keep my hold myself back and once I took a look at myself like I've gotten rid of like negative people in my life and I really just was like you know what and I, now is my first time really, like, having, like, a ongoing, like, Black female therapist. And that's, like, such a plus for me because I've always wanted that. Um, and I just was never able to find it. And this time, I didn't even seek her out. I just signed up for a random therapist at the place I go to. And it just so happened that she was Black and female. And I was like, wow, this is dope. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, like she just, she's very raw. She's real. Like talking to her is like talking to your your aunt and talking to her, she just would ask me questions and it kind of forced me to be open and honest. And so from there, I was just like, you know what? This is only going to benefit me. So we're going we gonna to keep on this
0: path. I love I, that. I love that. Yeah. Especially shout out to our black therapists mm-hmm. out there. We are so needed. And as someone who, like you said, you've been in therapy before, And I can assume it wasn't a good experience for you. You know, that's how people kind of use it as an excuse as to why they're not in therapy. What words of wisdom would you have to somebody who's like, I'm not for therapy because it was a bad experience before?
1: The advice I would give people is the same advice I would give somebody in terms of relationship. Like, you're going to, you might encounter a therapist. You might encounter five therapists where you're like, this is not it. It's not a right fit. I feel like they're not helping me. I feel like we don't connect or the vibe is off. And that is okay. I think sometimes we have this mindset about therapy that, oh, we have to be crazy to go to therapy. Or, oh, if I don't like the therapist, therapy just might not be meant for me. No, it's a journey because you got to feel like, you got to find like what works for you. Like, okay, do I feel connected to this? person? do I feel like we're really doing some actual work that I'll see improvements with? Um, And that's trial and error, just like a relationship, whether it's a friendship, significant other, like, you people go through sometimes 10 relationships before they get to their husband or their wife or whatever. Um, And it's, it's all about that growing and people don't, a lot of people don't be like, Oh, well, I'm never going to date again because they had a bad relationship. So I think when we become committed to our healing and when we become um, invested in ourselves, then we won't be so easy to give up on things like therapy because just as bad as we want our relationship or just as bad as we want love will want just as bad to be whole
0: hey man I like that (laughs) analogy to relationships because child people is going keep being in these relationships right they're not gonna give up so don't give up on yourself I love it yeah and as you think about your podcast like what are some if any goals that you have in mind like do you want to reach new heights like do you want to take this to the next level like what do you think
1: so I definitely want to change like the look of my podcast just because I do video and stuff. So I want it to be like a whole podcast vibe. So right now my life being a little all over the place. So once I like get settled and everything, I feel like I'll have like a actual location of okay, this is where we record my podcast. Um and again like incorporate some more like fun or loose topics and i even like like the conversations around like pop cultural relationships or mm-hmm. sex or whatever it is like i i just want it to be like that oprah free space i love podcasts that it's just like we can sit down and talk about anything it's almost like sitting at a family cookout and we just like everybody sharing their different opinions and things like that um and i definitely want my podcast to um be females and males like I think it's interesting to have certain conversations and get both perspectives
0: definitely and thinking about doing video do you prefer to do video over just audio
1: um I probably do only because I'm thinking about the type of person I am I know a lot of people are like you know, they play the podcast, they just listen into the car, they don't look, need to look. But I think for me, I do the video just to give people options. If they are visual type of people, like you can look at the YouTube video and listen and watch. But if you just are visual, you can put your phone down and just be listening to it as well. So I'm really trying to just cater to both audiences.
0: I like that. See, when I first started Pillow Talk, I wanted it to be video because I like watching podcasts, especially funny ones about like the. Right relationship stuff to see people's reaction but child that editing I was like mm-hmm. nope nope yeah the editing is hard
1: person. and then it's it's just hard in terms of like you want to be in person with the people and then mm-hmm. it's just it, it you want to make sure you look right you want to make sure the setting is right so it it does make it more work um and like I said I'm I'm still a very 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 beginner so so i'm working out the kinks to figure out what works best for me but i think a lot of people still listen to podcasts that don't have visuals because people have like deal little april pockets or whatever mm-hmm. and they just be in their car like i know some people like that's what i listen to while i'm in the shower and stuff like that so i don't i don't think people who don't have visuals get lesser of an audience i think if somebody gonna listen they're gonna listen
0: yeah i agree with that that's an amazing so, what advice would you give to somebody who's looking to start a podcast of their own?
1: Um, I would just say, like, dare to be different. Like, I I think in twenty twenty three, there are so like everybody got a podcast mic and turning up, like, and I Thank love that. I'm so not I'm not shaming it at all. But you want to make sure your podcast stands out. You want to make sure that it's it's something that really represents you too. Like, don't see other podcasts and be like, oh, I want that to my podcast to be just like that if it's not even like something you would do or it's too much outside of yourself like be you and i feel like people don't even realize like the more you're you like people are going to be drawn to that either they they are or they're not but I think when you try to mimic other people it comes off as fraud and people can see through that and then it's just not going to give authentic like you want your podcast to be a space where people like oh I feel them I can relate to that like I I see where they are coming from I like that so um yeah I would just I would just tell them to beat them and and start small like you don't gotta jump into having a whole studio and 15 mics and all that like start where you can and then build from there that's great advice. And, <laughs> and also oh, learn, be willing to to take advice from other podcasters too mm-hmm. i think sometimes we be like oh we i know what i'm doing i don't i don't need them to tell me nothing like if so like y'all been having y'all podcast longer than me if y'all were like you know joy we got some suggestions or i watched your podcast and i think you could do x y, and z i'm not gonna be like no like you don't know what to talk about i got my own podcast like no because you you walk started walking before me so i'm gonna be like okay i'm a not saying that somebody has to take everything you say, but it's like, okay, I'm going to consider that. I'm going to think about that. Maybe I will incorporate that. And me, it's like, it's they're helping you because they've been doing it. So I think people should just be open to outside opinions as well.
0: Yeah. And that's what I really like about podcasts. I always say like, even if your podcast is about relationships, Every podcaster is going to have their own flavor, but they own twist and their own perspective on it. So I can listen to your podcast episode about relationships and then listen to mine and I'm going to get something different from it. So you really just got to find your lane and stick to it. But like you said, be yourself. Like Even if you feel like a lot of people are talking about it, okay, you can talk about it in your way and put your your own twist on it and do what works for you. So I definitely think that's really good advice. So definitely- soon and reveal to heal with joy but before we let you go we want to switch gears from you being in the interview we see and we want to give you a chance like you said to be fun and loose and okay and the that we haven't been able to get to answer this season so these okay these are some crazy ones so i hope you ready okay so the first one says should i confront my friend about her toxic boyfriend He is literally the worst. He doesn't treat her well, and I'm pretty sure he has a side chick or two. They started off as sneaky links, and of course she caught feelings. She pressed the issue about them being together because it was going on for years. He finally gave in, and they made it official. It's like he did a whole 180. All the things she used to rave about when it came to him suddenly stopped. For her birthday, mind you, it it had been three years since they've known each other at this point. He didn't help plan her dinner or help pay for the Airbnb, we got to host a surprise kickback. He complained the entire time and said that it's not a milestone birthday, why are we going all out? When it was all said and done, he took the credit for everything. Our friend tried to tell her the truth, but she is so blinded by him and believes he can do no wrong. The list goes on about all the horrible things that this dude does, but at this point, I'm over sitting back and letting my friend settle for this. I don't know how much longer I can sit back and let her be a dummy for this boy, but I don't think me saying anything will help. How should I handle the situation? Because I am burnt out.
1: Mm, 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 mm. That is some tea. <laughs>
0: um, I
1: feel like I think I think people know when they're being dumb. I I honestly think <laughs> they do. I I think I think sometimes people are in denial, but I feel like. People know. And I think at the end of the day, a a lot of times you cannot, people have to want to change. People have to want different. So I feel like um, it's two different parts of it. So I think sometimes we have to start to ask for permission for certain things so if your friend is venting to you about something we got to start asking do you want me to just listen or you want me to give you feedback or my advice because sometimes people just want to vent and don't want no outside opinions Mm -hmm. and sometimes they're like no i need advice on this so sometimes asking them that like do you, you want my input and if they're like no but if it's like one of them friends that every five seconds they talk about the same problem with the same person all that like i think sometimes Yes, that's your friend, but sometimes you got to place them boundaries. Like, look, friend, I'm here for you. I want you to know that I I got you. But we've been talking about this for six months and ain't nothing changing. As your friend, like, I really want to give you some advice. And I feel like if they're not willing to receive that, I don't find it disrespectful for you to say, like, I prefer for us to not talk about this together. Because it's hard for me to watch as your friend. You go through this. You don't want my input, but I always have to hear about it. It, that's okay to place that boundary on the other hand in terms of him taking credit when he ain't even wanted to know the shit dick i feel like that's a situation where i would speak up because i think you teach people how to treat you and i think the longer that they allow that boyfriend to do whatever they please because now it's involving me it's one thing when it's just you situation but now i'm involved and i it's been we didn't plant this whole event you trying to take credit stuff now you involved me so now i feel like it's my it's it's appropriate for me to speak on it and I will let my friend know listen friend even if you I send a text like I know this may come off crazy I want you to know like I'm really speaking usually from my heart I'm not trying to come at you but I feel some type of way because x y and z like You know, we reached out to him. He wasn't really with it. And it seemed like he just wanted the credit for her. And that makes me feel some type of way. Based off that friend's response, that'll show you who who she truly cares about. And not saying that it has to be a pick me type of thing. But if your friend is not willing to hear you out or hear the sentiments of what you're expressing, that's not your friend and she just, niggamatized like or manmatized like and that's not okay like you should be still with like you could still have a man be in love and all that but if I'm your friend because I've been here and probably will be here after that man leave like I need you to just hear me out I'm not saying leave him I'm not saying break up with him but I need you you need to check him you need to check him because it's not cool but a lot of the females will put their man before they're friends, and in certain circumstances, you do, especially when it's your husband. But in that circumstances, it's like you gotta you gotta draw the line and speak. I, I'm a type of person where I've learned like right is right and wrong is wrong, regardless of what my relationship is with that person. Like I can't side with wrong, no matter who you are. Even if it's my mom, if you're wrong, I'm, I I might not air you out in public, but we're we gonna check this to make sure this never happens again, or at least he needs to issue an apology to the friend. That's what I think.
0: Definitely-
2: but yeah, it was definitely giving weird that he was taking the credit for like did he put out any money, any like right. put up a decoration? <laughs> like with so it's it's just the audacity, but they clearly giving that out for free. So right. he <laughs> tried it. And yeah, with the friend, I definitely like your right. You're definitely like i don't know i feel like she should say something like set that boundary but like sometimes people are just so lost so, so you got to know where your friend yeah. is too because she might not be there to hear what you're saying she just might hear their pardon yeah. me and then mm-hmm. just go on and
1: sometimes you gotta ask yourself like before you say something to her am i willing to lose my friend or am i willing for us to be not as close as we are based off of me addressing this because sometimes like you got to be prepared for the outcomes when you're going to approach something like it could be a possibility that she say no don't talk about my man i'm done with you and cut you off are you willing that's to
0: handle that are you me that that it's, like, it's wild that's it's absolutely crazy to me insane. that if somebody is telling you how they feel as your friend even because your man is involved you will go to the extreme of cutting your friend off like yeah i, I can't even yeah. stand a man. Like, that's
1: man wow yeah it's crazy but it's, it's real out here like i've seen it that i've seen siblings do like it's it's crazy like people get in these relationships and lose their mind like all type of sanity so i i don't know like i'm just not maybe it's because the space i'm in i'm just not standing for any type of this because i feel like what he did is disrespectful like you're not going to disrespect me you're not going to just get over on me like don't be no dormant for anybody and the friend probably know how that man really is, and she just she need to be called out on it. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: and it's not always a way to sugarcoat these type of things. You mm-hmm. can't sugarcoat. Yeah, is cheating, and he over here taking credit for stuff. It's not mm-hmm. really no right. To say that, so
1: let's just talk about it. That's it.
0: And friends, if you are this friend that is like mm-hmm. cuckoo for cocoa puffs <laughs> over your man, please stop. Like. I don't want to okay. how you get to that point in a relationship where literally you don't see anything but this man. Like that's not normal. That's not healthy. Like right. is this... and men, that I feel like that's like a narcissist or something. Mm-hmm. There's, there's something wrong with you. you if you do. want yeah, I'm if you david. want your girl to be all about you and only about you, like mm-hmm. I don't like
1: that. They controlling. They controlling. They they know they got them wrapped around their finger and they jump and the girl say ha ha.
0: That could never be me. Yeah, yeah
1: definitely. That's <laughs>
0: my boundaries with your friend. and It's okay. Be like, Girl, I don't want to hear about this no more. And your yeah. friend can't get mad.
1: Cause right, because she... if you're going to keep complaining for a year and they, I, I'm a solution-based person, I, I'll let you vent and complain about two, three, four max times. But that fifth, sixth time, it's time to do something about it. Because if not, then I don't want to hear about it. I don't even care at this yeah, point.
0: Because like, you, you don't care. Why should I care more than you do? exactly don't complain if you gonna stay in a situation like right nothing. exactly like what are we what are we even <laughs> um, talking about here you going back home to the man? so what are we talking about right but you right. don't let yourself get burnt out and caught all up yeah. in your friends mm-hmm. relationships because they all be mm-hmm. they're
1: exactly. gonna spin the block
0: yeah so that's our advice to you set the boundary with clear communication and like Joy said unfortunately be prepared for the outcome of your friend being like I'm choosing my man mm-hmm right yeah give her some time some years (laughs) so the next one says i am a 32 year old woman and i have no female friends is Uh -uh. something wrong (laughs) (laughs) i've always thought of myself as a friendly and nice person but my friendships don't ever go well i'm cordial with people from work in my church but i don't have a solid group of good girlfriends I chalked it up to me being older and how hard it is to make friends as an adult, but I realized I don't have this problem with men. In fact, I find that men are easier to approach and carry conversations with. They don't judge me or make me feel like I have to compete with them. Is it the type of women I'm seeking out friendship with, or is it me? (laughs) I I, I, I feel like
1: y'all might as well throw the at sign because... This person is me, like, really. This person, I literally have been thinking about this for the past several months to the point I started. I, I like, I prayed to God, like, not trying to get super spiritual, but I prayed and I was like, God, I want you to bless me with like a nice, strong group of black female friends. And I really don't know what it is because I really, everything you know this person said, like, friends? I see myself as a nice person and all that. I, I have like one high school friend um I got a friend named Jez but she older too like I be having like older friends that's like out of my age group but like and not that that's a problem but I mean like close close female friends or whatever I, I no I I have male friends and I really don't know what it is like I be trying to like self-evaluate like am I doing something wrong am I crazy like and I realized like when it comes to my female friends I'm a little lo- no I'm probably like that with all my friendship like I'm a lower maintenance friend so I I realized that I be attracting female friends that are higher maintenance in terms of they want to talk all day every day we gotta be on, we gotta hang out all the time and I'm not I'm not that friend like I'm I, I love to hang out but all the time we got to talk every single day I'm just not there so I don't know if it's dead I don't know I don't know but I just my male friendships Have lasted longer. Like now, I have basically like all male friends. I really don't. I really don't know what it is. So I really don't. But like, what what goes
0: wrong? But so you think that's like the only thing that goes wrong with the female friendship is the fact that y'all kind of you're okay with being distant and they're not.
1: So I think the biggest thing, and I hate saying this. People tell me all the time, but I hate saying this because it sounds like boastful, and I'm really not trying to be boastful. But I'm just explaining. I think a lot of times what happens is jealousy. I think that the type of female friends that I always encounter are people who, like, often compare themselves to me or, like, I always have friends that, like, they never had a boyfriend before or they don't really get guy attention or they don't have, like, an outgoing personality and stuff like that. So I think it eventually becomes a competition. They just start acting weird, like, and... It just be given like, I, I, I don't know. And I can't, I, I grew up with sisters. So I've also never been like, I have to have female friends, but I think now that I'm getting older, I'm like, I do wish I had that. Like when I think about like, Oh, one day when I get married, like who would be my bridesmaid? Stuff like that. I think about that stuff. But um yeah, I, I think a lot of it be like jealousy and stuff like that. And I, once that happens, it's a complete turn off for me because people that like, People that are jealous of other people scare me because I think jealous people are dangerous. So that's like a turn off for me, and I kind of just like back up and step away.
0: Hmm. So since you are you are closely related to this letter, what advice would you give to this thirty two year old woman?
1: I would say, and kind of what I've been saying to to myself, of like don't don't give up on it because I think some people just get like you know what I'm just never going to have female friends or whatever. Like sometimes we got to realize that. And again, not trying to be super spiritual, but sometimes we gotta realize like certain we're protected from certain things, like everybody not meant to be in our life. So, like you have some of those females that's friends, I don't know if y'all be seeing on like social media that's friends with everybody in their mind, like everybody the son like got 50 hundred friends, and I just that is like all right, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some people are just not meant to be like that. Like, you have a certain something about you where it's like, you have to protect that. Everybody can't be around you. Everybody can't have access to you. And you gotta be okay and comfortable with that. But also, don't block the opportunities. Like, if you encounter female, females that are, like, nice and genuine and stuff, don't, like, hinder yourself because of what you Experiences happening. like i'm still very open to you know female friends you know me building female friendships and things like that it hasn't happened at this moment but i know that it can happen and then also i have to i've been telling myself like me being in the house all the time and stuff that like that's not going to help me make friends like and not like we in kindergarten like making friends but it's like think about the adventure attendant think about the stuff you're going to think about like places like that if you're going to the club and bar all the time you might not meet super quality friends not saying quality people don't go to the bar but if that's like your only environment you're surrounding Mm -hmm. yourself in you might not meet like business friends or friends that's like really on a stuff and stuff like that so if you might go to a women's event or you might go i don't know to the nail salon to meet somebody so it's just really just changing up your environment and still being open to it because sometimes we give off the vibe like i don't want nobody to approach me i don't want nobody to talk to me so just looking at yourself and making sure like you online
0: too Right. Okay. i like that i like that i think that is really important like you made a good point about like thinking about where you're going and like the type of people you're going to attract and uh i hate to use the analogy to dating again but it's just like if you want to date somebody like you can't be in a house and you're not going to meet a quality partner if you at bars clubs and lounges all the time so i think that would be a good piece of advice but Dom,
2: I want to toss it to you because you had some strong opinions that I was reading. Sometimes I'm not talking about you, Joy. It's not about you. I just I don't know. Sometimes I thought it's a red flag, but it seemed like like has this person just never had female friends at all. Like that's a red flag if you just never had any, like that's weird. But I will say I agree, men aren't easier to be friends with if they're really trying to be friends with you which mm-hmm. that's just a whole nother story in itself because it's really hard to have a genuine platonic friendship because half mm-hmm. of the time it's grosses y'all you know, fucking or, sex or whatever the case <laughs> may be but I feel like it's also like what are I don't I think it's also about like self-awareness like what are you like what is it you need from a friendship with another woman like what type of sisterhood is it you're looking for like joy said is this something where i feel like i need to talk to this girl every single day or can Mm -hmm. we link up every month or even every Mm -hmm. three months and just kind of check in and chat like i think you know women definitely do bring more drama i will say that (laughs) definitely for sure so it is about like surrounding yourself around the right people where do you find these people like I said mm, uh you know it's definitely might not be the bar or like you know someplace <laughs> like that but like I think even with like me like places like grad school like I think you can meet like a lot of like-minded people mm. at grad school like or just like places where you can go to elevate yourself. I don't know like the gym maybe or like a nice brunch or like something like that i feel like you might can run into like more like-minded people but i feel like you know and women honestly not to be but when we're out and we're drinking we are nice to each other it's like we are beautiful i just like the sad part is we kind of can't do that on a regular and i feel like or like some i'm not sorry i
1: was just gonna say sometimes like when you, like, walk into a place, it's like people staring at you, like, mm, she who she thinks she is, stuff like that. And I just, like, I'm the type person, and some people might say it's Joe, but I'm, like, I'm the type person, I like to compliment females, stuff like that. I'll just start up random conversation. But, down I don't disagree with you. I hear people say all the time, like, it's a red flag when females don't be having female friends. And I've, I've definitely have had female friends And again. I think for me, I've never, I don't think I really noticed it a lot, because I grew up with sisters mm-hmm. so growing up i i never really felt a need for female friends because i'm like i got and i had them but i didn't like i don't really think i noticed the difference because i i had i have sisters and i'm like and we're all like a staircase in terms of age so i'm like these are my friends but now that i'm getting older you know my sister like one of my sisters got a kid and stuff like that our lives are very different and we just have different interests so i think now i'm noticing it and um, I don't know, I think that, I think I just, I don't know. I think I have to go out more. I think I have to just put myself in different environments and, and see what comes out of it. But I, I, I notice that I do typically make friends, like when they are females, that's like in their 30s and stuff. And I'm in my early 20s. So I don't know what the thing is with people my age. I don't know what that's about
0: i mean yeah i like my mentor actually like started to become one of my really good friends and that first i'm like but we can't really have a friendship because like she's almost 40 and like i'm now in my late 20s but i'm like oh my gosh age gap like i want to have friends who are going through the same life things that i'm going through right on that level but i also feel like it is some value in having older friends because they bring a different level of Mm -hmm. insight and wisdom and mm-hmm. some people like establishment, I like to be around established people that also know how to have fun. Like, I don't want you to be established mm-hmm. and you stuffy and you feel like you too good to let loose here and there. But I definitely feel like people in your field will be a good mm-hmm. space place. Like
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: And, and my like my job is a very, very
1: small agency. Like it's literally, I think, seven or eight of us that work there, like in the whole agency. And I'm the only, only black person there. So, um, and we, we work with other like agencies and stuff like that, but pretty more just like in-house in terms of like in-person contact and stuff like that. So I think sometimes that, that probably makes it hard, but I, like I'm friends with some of my coworkers and I'm, I'm like you where i am like, oh my God, it's such an age gift. Like how can we be friends? But I'm like, then I just be like, I mean, it's not really, you know, a, 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 age limit on who who can and can't be friends um so yeah I I just I don't know I think it's a journey but this year I'm definitely looking forward to putting myself out there more and just like getting out more and just exploring what like the the possibilities of different friendships and stuff like that. Fatima can I ask you a question do you feel like it's hard to navigate throughout your
0: friendships because you are a mom? um I feel like at first like a lot of it it was really lonely because like people would say to me like you know like I didn't want to bother you with this because like I thought you were busy and like I, I it's very important for me to have a life outside of being a mom like anybody who know me that is not my whole identity. Like I love my son to death. He's my pride and joy, but I was Fatima before he came about and I want to be myself. So I make it very clear to my friends, like, unless I'm saying I'm busy or you're bothering me, you're not. Like, I'm, I make time for what I want to make time for. And now at the age that he is, like, if he's with me, we can go out with him. Like, you know, bring his tablet, bring some snacks, and he'll be cool. Obviously, we're not going to brunch with him, <laughs> but like that's where your friends kind of gotta have some understanding and do activities like going out to eat on a regular. You know, like, I remember me, you and went out for seafood, oh, yeah. like something mm-hmm. like that, like stuff that he can be a part of. But I'm lucky in the sense that I split the time with his dad, so I do have those every other weekends when it's just me time. But I feel like, I think it becomes a problem when the person is like, I'm a mom. I can't do nothing about my, without my kids. Mom, mom, mom. I'm not like that. I'm very much, I'm trying to turn up. I need a babysitter. Like, because I'll be trying to have a good time. But it definitely did like take some conversations. And like my friends learning a balance and knowing what it was like for me being a mom. And I'm the only, well, not anymore. But I was for a while the only one out of all my friends who had a kid. So it, it definitely took some adjustment.
1: Yeah, I think, because I have like, my, my one female friend I was talking about earlier, we're the same age, and she has two kids. So a lot of times I feel like, I think our friendship would be a lot closer if she didn't have kids because I think you know she's just a mom and her kids are young too. So, mm-hmm. um, like her one child is only one. So I think sometimes like she she's just not able to go out and she she with her kids a lot. And I but I think you said a very important thing. Like and I tell people that all the time. And I'm not even a mom. Like you cannot lose yourself. Like you are a human at the end of the day. And people like a mom is a title that you take on. A wife is a title you take on. But you are. Fatima at the beginning of life and you're going to be Fatima at the end of life and that's just that and I think some people are like yeah but I'm a mom I'm a mom okay that's fine like I'm a social worker like that's a title and that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's a part of me but that's not all of me and so I, I just love that you just addressed that and that it's okay and moms should not feel ashamed for having me time or for going out with their friends and finding the babysitter like that's why people be losing their minds or experiencing like depression and stuff because they are pouring all of them into their kids and not leaving any room for themselves so um yeah i just wanted to ask that question because i know that i have a friend that you know i think struggles with that that mom guilt and Mm -hmm. so it's hard for i think us to be like super close because and i'll feel bad and and like you said like won't invite her to certain things or like oh she's not gonna be able to come or like our hangouts consist of me going over there to see her and her daughters which i don't mind Mm -hmm. but i know that most of my other friendships are a a lot more than that
0: on behalf of all the moms who have friend groups we will appreciate the invites we will let y'all know if we can't make it if we don't got a babysitter and we like planning and preparation ain't nothing to get a babysitter just let me know because i'm down for the turn (laughs) up. yes and i also feel like doing things like every time y'all hang up don't have to be with you her and the kids, but trying to incorporate the kids so that, because sometimes not everybody, I know I'm super blessed where I have a banging support system that I'm always going to have a babysitter. But everybody isn't as fortunate. So to help people with some of that pressure of always having to find a babysitter, incorporate the kiddies in something that y'all doing. But also make it clear, like, you know, like talking them through and helping them understand that mom guilt is real. You see it, you understand it. And just trying to help them navigate it. But, you know, I I don't, listen, I don't want to always go to somebody's house. If I want to go out for a drink, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Especially this summer, I'm not going over to y'all and sit with you and these kids running around. When, and don't ask me to bring my kids. If I'm not saying I'm bringing my kids, don't ask me. He's not coming. I like to have my me time and be with my friends so just having these time I love that <laughs> listen ex uh, my mom she think I go out too much and do too much for myself because I love you Jaden but mommy gotta have mommy time right right for our 32 year old listener who doesn't have friends I think like Joy and Don made a lot of good points like putting yourself out there Thinking about... Because it, it is a red flag to some people. So just thinking about doing some evaluation as to why that may be the case. And maybe it is some of the people that you're attracting. So just doing some of the like, self-reflection and thinking about why are you attracting different types of people. But it's normal because guys are cooler to get along with. But if that's something that you really want, you have to be intentional about it.
2: And don't yeah. force it, though. Like, don't yeah, don't be force it. Too yeah. close to friends. Like, I feel like sometimes the best friends that you have was just like it just so happened it just happened right gonna be my best friend mm-hmm. you didn't see that it just it would just happened naturally
0: you right be at these big ages you shouldn't be meeting people and calling them your best friend
2: okay I, I that's, think weird that's weird to
0: weird. me too that's Don't super mind. I'm sorry I, that's super weird like I, I like that's I, yeah that's just a whole nother thing but yeah so you can meet people y'all can become close but the best friend, yeah,
2: like, sad. That's not, it's not. That's
0: giving challenges. You can have your best friends, your best girlfriends, your homegirls, but this is my best friend at 30 plus. Because, no, that's weird. <laughs> so, <I agree. laughs> put stuff out there, and it's, it's something will come along. Right. So, we have one last one, and this one is it's interesting since it's it is very long. Okay. So, yeah, we gotta take some notes as I read it. It says, I need some advice. I wholeheartedly believe in a saying, a woman's intuition is never wrong. Mm -hmm. I've been with my guy for a little over a year now and things were good up until Valentine's Day weekend. Obviously, I was expecting him to go all out because I made it clear how important it was to me. The week leading up to the weekend, he hadn't said anything about reservations or plans. I assumed that it was going to be a sweet surprise. Friday came and went and still nothing. So on Saturday, I came out and asked him and he replied, quote, oh, I thought you were taking the lead on the plan since I did last year. I was living. I couldn't believe he didn't really plan anything at all. Once I calmed down, I suggested that we try to find somewhere for dinner, go out for drinks after, and have a nightcap at his place. He then proceeded to tell me that he picked up a shift at work since we didn't have plans, so that wouldn't work. I offered to come over and cook while I waited for him to get off, and he said he just wanted to come home and chill after a long day at work which was never a problem before. Needless to say, that argument lasted a while. Ever since then, he's been acting weird. He takes forever to reply and says, it's because he's either playing the game or with friends. But when I check his location, it quote unquote, doesn't lose. I know when there's something or someone else and my gut is telling me something is up. I need to get to the bottom of this. My question to you is, should I put a tracking device on his (laughs) card? It will help put my mind at ease. To know that he is where he say he is, and I'll be more willing to approach this from us needing to spend more quality time. Angle, please advise. <laughs> don't don't. Child, I I, I was I, w- I
1: was I was considering things until it got there. Um. <laughs> to to every woman, even every male out there. If you have to go to these lengths, leave the person alone. Back up, grab your things, and, and bow out gracefully. One thing I I live by, if a man wants to, he will. I've learned that it's not a single thing on this planet that's going to stop a man from showing true effort, being with you, and and, and courting you if he wants to. Like his mom could be in a hospital on her deathbed and he's still going to find a way (laughs) to make it work. It's uh, like, I've seen it done. Like men, when they want something like they're eager, they're going like men, men are just naturally chasers. They, that's what they do. They're like animals. They like to prowl. So if he's not that interested or he doesn't really want to be with you and he's really not feeling you, it's going to be obvious. And this situation is given very much obvious. Like it's all—it's always an excuse because say if he really is busy or he has a lot going on in his family or whatever the case is, like he's going to be like, listen, I know we had the date plan for Friday. I'm so sorry. I got to do X, Y, and Z. It's a family emergency. But Saturday morning, can you please be free? I'm taking you here. X, Y. Like it's not going to, you have to keep checking up like, like hey, can we do it this day then? Hey, what about this? Hey, like. That, that's not how like he's not interested the tracker is dragging it like that like is this your child at this point like and you already got his location this. so obviously turned right. it right <laughs> like like at this point like you're and people got to stop going and look for stuff if they don't want they feeling hurt. because if you got to go to these limbs, trust and believe you're gonna find just what you're looking for like so she's if you're listener if you're prepared for, for this to end bad and get feelings to be hurt and all that by all means but if you still love this man you still want to see your work and all that you gotta either do two things you either gotta act dumb blind, and deaf to the situation <laughs> or you gotta have a conversation with him and let him know what you will and will not tolerate you teach people how to treat you so he know you've been sticking around he know you've been dealing with his his crap, and you continue to deal with it so once you start Okay, I'm gonna start getting dressed up. Not telling him where I'm going. I'm gonna stop answering his call every five seconds. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing me. That's when, man, they get that reality check. Like, oh, she moving around. Oh, she might be talking to my. Let me get myself together. So that's my advice.
0: Dom,
2: yeah, I'm still on the tracker.
0: Um, <laughs> what do like... you find These trackers. You want to
2: air tag? That's what it's giving. <laughs> I, it's just like I don't know it's given you gonna put the tracker in the car, she said, and then but you gonna follow him like and then you just gonna I don't yeah it's, it's, just,
1: it's embarrassing.
2: It's giving yeah. too much. I leave run leave and then I'm confused about Valentine's that it was like your wires was crossed. He thought you was right. so mm-hmm. is this your thing where like your flip flop each year or did he make that up or like I don't <laughs> know, like like when who's planning, I don't I'm confused. Right.
1: And then if you track them, what's going to happen when you find out the truth? Like, that's my thing. People be wanting to find out the truth and don't got no type of plan to leave once they find out the truth. Like, why does it just, matter?
0: you're still going to stay, so why you want to know the truth? <laughs> it's like
2: the heartache, not Ian. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you said, Joy, if he wanted to, he would. And you shouldn't have to go do you and match his energy for him to show you that he wants you. Obviously, if he is going through stuff, that he needs to communicate. He might really be busy, or he might really have another chick. You don't know, but the tracker is crazy. That's yeah, not no. going to give you what. That's you next, next level. News. I don't know. Yeah. You know. So don't even unless you plan on leaving, then there's no reason for you to know if he's lying. Because if you you feel like he's lying, you won't find out he's lying. And if you want to stay, you just did that for what? Like it is not worth it. So yeah, I don't think you should put the track on the Valentine's Day thing. I don't know why people feel like when a guy if iffy around Valentine's Day and I mean he got another girl. Like I feel like that's like a universal thing that I feel like that too. Why? I mean,
1: it depends. Like if he if he's still showing like still coming through for Valentine's Day, I don't I don't know. I think it's all about communication and I think we gotta get out of these social media relationships. And I, I've been having to check myself about that too. Like it's and i i was on something the other day i was listening to this podcast charlamagne podcast and um y'all events it was on there she was just saying like a lot of times relationships don't work because it's not what we think it's supposed to look like right. like i feel like social media has gotten us into thinking that relationships are supposed to be where the man could just give you ten thousand dollars off the rip or you know he like all this just random and not saying extravagant stuff isn't nice but i think that we just we look at other people relationship we look at these celebrity relationships and try to mimic that and it's just it's just not given realistic like it's you know if he's still coming through for valentine's day he's still showing up for you all right but if he just goes through on Valentine's Day, then i start thinking stuff but I agree, it's this universal thing because we looking at what everybody else doing. And
0: that's a good point, like, you cannot expect your regular regular 9 to 5 men to have a whole whole hotel room with racks of money and every designer bag, you know. Like, first of all, I don't personally, for me, because that's the new thing you gotta specify nowadays, because you'll get dragged for putting out your opinion if you don't say it's your opinion. That doesn't show me your measure of love and care for me because you can go to the store and, and buy, buy something. Like if it's not something that I've been talking about for a month and I keep bringing it up and dropping hints, I don't care that you write Like I'm very much for thoughtfulness and an experience, mm-hmm. like something that means something to me. I don't care about you giving me, I mean, you give me $10,000 because I can make that work real quick. But that don't mean that you love me because you gave me $10,000. Especially if you getting it, that $10,000 ain't nothing to you. But like, don't go broke for me to try to prove what and try to keep up with the Joneses. Like, I never understood that. Like, it's just about making me feel special. Make me feel like you love and care about me. You can't do that if you buy me a bunch of shit that I never said I wanted. But that's just me. But for this guy... Don't put a tracker on his car. If you want to ask him and say, hey, you've been distant, I say do that. But a tracker is next level. And that's, you won't get your own feelings hurt because you're not going to stay and you're going to be mad. So don't do it.
1: I agree. Yeah. If you got to do that,
0: it's time to tap out. Yeah. just, mm -mm, Just bow out gracefully. But good luck to our three listeners with these very interesting stories and with that this episode is a wrap we want to thank you joy for joining us for this series shout out to the podcast let us know again where we can find your podcast at on all social media platforms you guys can find me on youtube and instagram at reveal to help podcast feel free
1: to like comment and you know send some suggestions in but thank you guys for having me i really enjoyed our conversation no
2: problem
1: and happy social workers month. Awesome. Yes. yes happy social workers and ain't it woman history month too it That's is uh, yes. Yes. yes see see yes. we got double hitters so we filling yes. it
0: yes definitely definitely i appreciate that so it's always a pleasure to have you joy and listeners we will catch y'all on the next episode bye, bye. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to another good episode of Pillow Talk Uncensored. Make sure you're following the Instagram at Pillow Talk underscore Uncensored to keep up with us. And remember to send in those hashtag x Until next time.